How's it going, everybody? My name is Nick Adams. You're now watching Nick of Time, episode one of the podcast. So excited. It's going to be a great one. A little bit about me, um, Texas, born and raised, uh, active in the military. I'm in the Air Force. And there's a lot more that entails me, but that's not why we're here. We're here to have genuine conversations, learn from a lot of the people close to me or anybody that I'm trying to learn and grow from. So Nick of Time is the place to be. Hopefully you like and subscribe. Now I'm just playing. That's not why we're here. We're just here to have a genuine conversation. Spread the love, spread the joy. With that being said, there's no further introduction than a good friend of mine. We're stationed in Korea together. We're also stationed in Germany. He uh, is a great father and a great husband. Michael Coletti, everybody. What's going on, brother? I appreciate you uh, getting me on as your as your first. Um, yeah, you know, small small little tidbit about me. Uh, like like Nick said, we're in Korea together, first duty station. Um, I'm active duty Air Force as well. Um, out of Korea, we went to Germany together, and then uh, we parted ways, sadly. But I know my my boy's still doing his thing. But uh, yeah, currently I'm. Uh, I'm here in the, the northern states, the, a really cold area. Um, I have a wife, a daughter, and a German shepherd straight out of Germany, too. Um, constantly striving to learn more things and, and try to get better at, at my craft and just everything in general as a, as a human being. So uh, that's a small little thing about me. Awesome. We love to hear it, man. And the whole family and stuff, we'll get into that um, here shortly. But first, I just want to talk about uh, a little backstory about how we met. So we were actually in technical training together, which is like your job training right after boot camp. And he was like probably about maybe four or five weeks ahead of me. Didn't know him. But you see this guy walking around all tough. You know what I mean? Good <laughs> dude. You know, he, you know, he was a solid dude. But you also knew he wasn't nothing to play with. And he was uh, he, he carried himself very well. And he had a lot of respect, not only for the people around him, but even more so for himself. And I kind of saw that, but we never really like talked because I was like way behind as far as like our, our weeks in training and he was ahead. So when we got to Korea, we obviously ended up on the same flight, had to do a lot of exercising as a, as coworkers. And uh, obviously we, we clicked like that. And it was a, uh, really nice to be able to meet someone so genuine and obviously we had a bunch of laughs do you want to uh elaborate on um what was it uh charlie flight not charlie flight um okay. charlie fire team oh charlie fire team yep. <laughs> oh yeah 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 so um yeah as nick said you know you tend you tend to gravitate towards the people who are like-minded and uh we definitely did that it, it kicked off really fast um you know, he, he's the type of person, as those who out there know him, very driven and and striving to better himself at everything he does. And that that alone, you know, uh, gravitates more people to him. Um, when when you go to Korea, you tend to you have to do a specific set of training before you move on to uh, to work your post or whatever you, you're going to be doing. Um, you have to go through a 10 day course. And just so happened that Nick and I, we went through together. And we just so happened to be on the same fire team and this, this specific fire team, uh, nobody really messed with. We, we were on top of our stuff every day. 
uh, we're the only ones who want to do more than what was asked. <laughs> and uh, we, we really set a standard with it. And uh, it carried it carried over to the rest of the year, the rest of our time there in Korea. Uh, we I mean, we both did the Defender Challenge together. We tried out. Um, yeah, we, we're constantly striving, constantly. So it was a grind that whole year. Yeah, and I think that moment really, because um, we had a supervisor on that Pirate team, uh, Texan Randall at the time, great dude, solid dude. He um, he really, like, instilled in us because we were already, like, driven young, ready to hit it and go. Oh, yeah. He really, he really instilled in us that, like, you know, nobody's going to care more than you. And he really highlighted that because we cared so much, how much everyone around us just didn't, didn't care. Not even a single F was given, you know? Oh yeah. And that's like, that's like crazy to think when you look back, cause the older you get, the worse it gets. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it was good to have a, it. it was good to have a person like that too, as, as our, our team lead being, you know, knowing, knowing nothing about the military yet. We, we learned a little bit, it's a little sneak peek and uh, technical training, but, you know, going there, we didn't know anybody. We didn't know what to, what to expect, what the expectations were for us, but he, uh, he really set that, that bar high with us and he showed us what a good leader, you know, should be, should be doing and uh, exactly. carried carry it forth. Exactly. Exactly. So I do want to talk about, diet and exercise but before we get to that a little bit more korea because that is uh <laughs> i just have a lot of memories that were super <laughs> hilarious and i can't forget about but i just want to elaborate on the sports days because you know we had to do these exercises as co-workers as a flight yeah and sometimes you had sports days well, when you get a, a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, testosterone and different age ranges of and athleticism of people on a soccer field, because that was <laughs> the game of choice, yeah. people get very uh, malicious and want to kill each other. Oh yeah. And uh, what did uh, what did Hayes say that one day? <laughs> Somebody like kicked him in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> so. So those out there who don't know, uh, if you never played ultimate frisbee or ultimate soccer, um, you you have to stay in place before uh, you pass off. You know the soccer ball or the frisbee. Um, the rules technically state you can't be in the in the bubble or the vicinity of the person holding holding the soccer ball or the frisbee. Well, Rage Hayes, who uh, he's he's separated now. He's doing his thing. Um, I still keep in contact with him. Um, <laughs> somebody. Somebody tried getting a little too close for comfort. <laughs> and uh, mind you, this is after a 14-hour shift, so we're all pretty tired. We're all pretty beat up. <laughs> um, this is 6 in the morning after a mid-shift. a mid shift. And uh, nice somebody shift. got a little too close to Rage Hayes, and uh, he started just haymakering people. And uh, <laughs> he said he'll fight every single one of us. So <laughs> he didn't care who you were. You, you can be a boy, girl. You can be a child. <laughs> <laughs> very loudly and there was a lot of cursing it was oh, probably yeah. one of the funniest things ever because the person that it was Cuevas the person that happened to like be in a space was not about that life like yeah. not even a little bit <laughs> you know what I mean oh yeah so that's what made it so so funny well god we got that that was that was such a good memory I just could not get that out of my head yeah so now 
Obviously, we haven't spoken in a while, so we're still catching up, doing all this stuff. I really want to talk to you about diet and exercise, man, because I know you're fit and I know you got a lot going on with that. Tell me about um, your routine, what you got going on. So <clears throat> right now, um, or at least the past the past three, four years, which uh, we'll, we'll get into um, as far as my my upcoming goal, um, I, I've tailored my my diet and exercise around the ultimate goal I'm trying to achieve. Um, ultimately I'm trying to be an endurance athlete. So a lot of, a lot of the nutrition I consume, um, is going to be more, more quality carbs or quality, uh, calories and, and carbs. Um, I eat a lot of carbs based off of the calories I lose. So I intake roughly, uh, 3,000, 3,500, um, on a really good day. And I, had to ch- had to change it around a little bit because before coming in, um, those who know Adams as well, he's a football player. There's a specific program you follow when you're a football player. You want to eat bulky, you want to stay big, lift heavy. Um, that's right. what I followed when I played football. So um, I had to change that up because I didn't train properly based off of the the diet I was I was following. So, but when it comes to exercise um, workouts, I, I do is a high volume, high endurance. So a lot of running, I, I try to, uh, run about 10 to 15 miles a week. I work out, um, at least almost twice a day. I swim at least three times a week. And then, uh, I just, I'm constantly doing some type of recovery, rehabilitation, um, stretching mobility, um, as much as often as I could and, uh, keep my body healthy and, and ready to go. So now that's good, man. I love to hear that. The crazy thing is, um, I know everybody's body is different. Everybody has different goals and what they want. Well, as far as myself, like trying to be lean and whatnot, I still kind of do like the heaviness, like of lifting, mm-hmm. but I've definitely incorporated a lot of like, uh, functional, like fitness into that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's like sleds. That's like, you know, the sledgehammers. We're doing kettlebells. We're doing a lot of that, but I'm adding, I'm cutting down the amount of like strength lifting I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's still constant though. But I'm, you know what I mean? Instead of maybe doing a five by five, I'll do like a three by three and mm-hmm. then go and do some like hit stuff. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> just, just, just because like I'm still trying to like find my way, yep. but I still want that strength because just like a personal, like I'm trying to hit like strength goals for me personally, mm-hmm. but I've also been in the best running shape of my life, which is kind of crazy. So I try to run. It's not 10 to 15, but I try to do like nine miles a week. So mm-hmm. I usually either divide that between three days a week. Some, sometimes it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Sometimes it's Tuesday, this and that. Mm-hmm. But just go, going out and sweating, man, there's like literally nothing like that. Yeah. And then as far as my diet, which is kind of crazy. Some people agree with this. Some people don't. Now, your situation is a lot different because you're swimming and doing a lot more. I uh, have kind of more of a steady routine when it comes to work and all that stuff. Uh, but I actually fast or I intermittent fast. So, yeah, which has a lot of benefits, too, though. Yeah, so I I definitely don't eat breakfast. Um, and this isn't like perfect, but for the most part, like I'm super disciplined with this. I don't eat breakfast and I do not eat past 7 p.m. 
and then my window is 16. I don't ever try to push it past 15 hours. Mm-hmm. So usually around like 12, 30, one o'clock, it's like, okay, I'll eat. But sometimes I don't even eat right then and there because of work, you know, I'm on days. So uh, it, it works for me, you know, and I've definitely seen better results as far as my men- my my mental health. Mm-hmm. And just like, in general, how I feel, how I feel working out, how I feel running. I feel like I just have more energy. I just felt like breakfast because of work and then like working days. It's like, dude, I'm not really doing anything and I won't be doing anything until I get off. Mm-hmm. And then once I get off, it's like, okay, I'm fighting to burn these calories instead of burning, even if they're, they're healthy. You know what I mean? Cause I was, right. I was, I was, I was getting my proteins and all my macros in. Even if they're healthy, I just felt so much more sluggish because I was fighting to get rid of a breakfast meal and even like a lunch meal. If you think about it, you know, getting off at on an eight hour shift, two thirty three, and then on 12 hours, six o'clock. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's definitely something different with me. Um, I think you definitely you hit a key point, too. It's it's what works for you. And like you said, everybody's body body's going to react differently to different diets and, and even exercising. Um, you know, the, it's just what, what's, what works for you. So I think what, what's helped me is trial and error. You, you, you find, you've, uh, you go towards these different avenues of diets and exercising. You see how, how it works for you. Stay consistent with it. Um, cause that's, that is the key, uh, ingredient staying consistent. Um, if you realize it's just not working out, you're not, you know, uh, feeling, as good as you should, or you're not performing as well as you should, you know, switch some things up. Um, just find what is best for you. And I think you hit a key point with that. And the last thing on that, just for the people out there, I want to explain like how much your mind is going to tell you that something works and something doesn't. Cause a lot of times people like to like to like get in their head and be like, Oh, well, my body doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. So this must be working. You, you yeah. know, I mean, when I'm talking about diet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, I've been, I've been killing it in the gym, but I'm a lot more sluggish or, you know, I just feel a little off. Well, maybe like, maybe it's your workout plan, maybe, but maybe mm-hmm. it's like your diet too. Even if it's a healthy one, maybe it's not the one for you. Right. You know, you know what I mean? Cause I've yeah. always worked out. Right. And I've always, for the most part, eat fairly healthy. I'm not perfect. And I definitely love cookies. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But, but like, you know, eating three meals a day for me, just for me, was just like it not that it wasn't like it was bad, but it definitely I just didn't mentally feel as good mm-hmm. now now that I don't eat breakfast. So I yeah. just wanted to hit on that for the people out there. Uh yeah, listen to your mind. You know what I mean? We always try to push, 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 push. And in your case, I know you have to do that a lot. But there's also things for the average um, for the average gym goer or runner or yoga person that, hey, sometimes like when you just listen and say, maybe I need to, to rest or maybe I need to change this diet, whatever the case may be, your, mm-hmm. your body is usually right. Yeah. Your mind is usually right. Yep. Perfect. Now I want to go into my next topic. And honestly, this is probably my favorite topic marriage and fatherhood oh yeah well i uh i know you got a uh 
a little toddler running around now. How is that? It's it's amazing, man. It's uh it's definitely a game changer, life changer for sure. Um a really humbling experience. Uh, we had her in in Germany, so she was born in Europe. Um she's practically raised her first uh year there in uh, Germany. But it's uh if I didn't have motivation before, there's something else that's there that's lurking <laughs> now. <laughs> Um, yeah, she, she drives me every day. She drives, she gives me that drive every single day to, to be a better person, better, uh, husband, father, you know, Nate, fill in the blank. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I love that though, man. Cause I think, um, a lot of times, especially like, you know, our day and age, a broken home and it happens on both sides, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Broken homes are such the downfall to, um, a lot of mental health issues, a lot of, um, a lot of stigmas in society and you know no matter what you're always gonna a child is always gonna be behind the curve even if <clears throat> even if the co-parenting is semi-healthy you know what I mean like and it's no one's fault you know what I mean I understand things happen but it's so good to see you know the blessings that have been given to you and you obviously being grateful for them and seeing you take that in it's such a beautiful thing to see man and I am so proud and happy for for you guys for sure oh, yeah i appreciate it yeah it's uh it's it's just one of those things you can't you can never explain until it actually happens you know it's the whole the whole pregnancy when my wife was pregnant you know i tried to imagine you know what it's like to be a dad and you know what's the first thing i want to do when she starts walking <laughs> or what am i going to do when she starts walking but it's it's more of you you got to live in the moment you know you can't you can't uh, pregame anything when it comes to, uh, to having kids, you just, you got to live in the moment, enjoy it and, uh, and be there. So. No, I feel that. Well, you're definitely living it, man. And it's beautiful yeah. to, to see, you know, all the pictures of her. And then, like you said, her starting to walk and all this stuff, like, Oh man, I, I can't get enough of it. Cause I think, yeah. I think that love reaches people in ways that they don't even know it. You know what I mean? Oh, to yeah. those who don't have kids or even, those that do you know it's like that that kind of that kind of love is it's just it's undescribable like you said and I and I haven't experienced it but I can only imagine the day um again so proud of you but now nitty-gritty speaking of love uh, I know you got love for your family but you also have love for that ambition of yours in your head oh yeah so Tell me a little bit about this cross training you got going on. So as of my first year in Germany, so leaving Korea, um, got to Germany and uh, I was pursuing canine for a while. Uh, those out there who, who don't know um, our career field, you know, you can go, you can go cross train or lateral retrain into canine and uh, military police. Yep. Yeah. So that was a, that was a passion of mine. I was pursuing for a while. Um, I was volunteering a lot and uh, it just didn't work out. And my wife and I got deployed to uh, Romania and we had a conversation out there while this is all, all happening. And uh, my wife was actually the one who told me, you know, why don't you, why don't you do this job, which is a uh, pararescue PJ. And uh, for those that don't know, pararescue is a special operations career field within the air force. It's one of um, one of a few that's out there. Um, once I, you know, once she told me that, that was my green light. 
Um, so ever since, ever since then, I've been training day in and day out for the past four years. Um, I've submitted my, my retrain package. Um, there's a lot that goes into a package. You have to get a recommendation. You have to do a tryout, um, a lot of paperwork involvement, and then uh, you have to stay healthy, stay prepared. So right now I'm in the process of cross-training into pararescue and then starting that journey and seeing where, where it takes me. Yeah. And to those who don't know, you know, pararescue is basically the guardians of the guardians. So when shit hits the fan, right. And people need to be emergency evac in hostile environments, the PJs slash pararescue are the first people to go and save them. So not only are they trying to defend themselves, right. in very hostile environments, they're trying to save other special operations units while trying to defend themselves as well <laughs> so it's it's definitely a rigorous uh training a lot goes into it and um yeah man that's just that's just such good news and i hope you know it happens sooner than later because i've seen you in all the time and hours that you put in and dedication and to see that unfold and finally come to light yeah. Yeah, i can't wait for it i'm super excited for it and to kind of tie that back into our, our previous um, topic, you know, of exercise and diet, uh, I'd mentioned everything, everything I do for the most part tailors into this ultimate goal. And what it, what it all comes down to is making sure you have that why, remembering your why behind your diet, behind your, your exercise, the way you do it. Um, as long as you remember that why is what's going to always keep you going, no matter how hard it's going to get. Um, like I said, it's been four years I've been training for it. It's not guaranteed. It's, it's something I have to, I have to really push for and have to try out for because they don't just take anybody uh, just with any goal in life. Um, so you have, to, you have to know what it's going to take to get there and you have to ask yourself, are you willing to sacrifice everything for it? And uh, in hopes that you gave it your all when the opportunity presents itself because if the opportunity presents itself and you're not ready, it's nobody else's fault but yours so um it's a constant grind every day no for sure man i i, I know the most prepared is the most devoted you know and yep. that 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 is so true because being prepared for something is a lot harder like i said even the older we get right because yep. it's like it's like, well, we have a task and, you know, we tend to procrastinate and, you know, well, I don't want to get up today, whatever the case. Hey, you know, I know you watch him a lot, but Jocko Willink is a lot oh, yeah. of uh, inspiration, definitely handles a lot of my inspiration. But my uh, my biggest and most favorite thing he says is like, good. You yeah. know what I mean? You already any know scenario. what I'm talking about. <laughs> any, <laughs> any scenario, scenario any scenario is good. And it's hard to think that way. I struggle with it sometimes. But, you know, just to add a little backstory, everything is good. Mm -hmm. And that's even the worst of things, right? You had a bad day. You were late to work, flat tire, good. You don't know why? Because that means that on the other side of that struggle, something good is going to come out of that. Yep. You know, and that's a mindset that's up here and it takes a stellar and a strong individual to do that mm -hmm. but as long as we chip you know what i mean rome wasn't built in a day as long as you chip and just keep going towards that hopefully you know the people here listening uh either get some motivation get some 
some knowledge or just you know what I mean loves hearing a genuine conversation yeah because um that's where I'm at with uh excuse me with my life is like I I care so much about helping people and and to the people that are close in my circle they they, they see that but I think sometimes it's like with with as much humbleness as I can be it's like underlooked because there's a lot of there's a lot of things that I do behind the scenes especially in my job especially for my friends that maybe they don't see and I don't need them to you know I'm not that kind of person I'm not built that way but uh to be able to do something like this and then like really really get great people like you to like shine and and express how how great of a person you are and what you have skilled you know I me mean, compared to me and then being able to sh- share that dude i just think that's so awesome and i just want to i just want to spread that message to the world man you know oh, yeah yeah i it's cool man that you're doing this too cuz uh it, there's not there's not a lot of platforms out there that people can just reach to especially people who know you you know what i mean um we can we can get on youtube you know and look up uh, these guys that we never met and hopes to find some type of inspiration or motivation. But when, when it's people you actually know, you know, the daily grind that they go through and the things they do to better themselves, you're, you know, it's more, um, it's more real, you know? So yeah, sure. I think, I think it's definitely awesome. And um, like you said, Rome was, wasn't built in a day, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's constant growth. Um, yeah. You got to take the small steps to, to success so i'm gonna say my closing remarks and then i want you to end with anything anything you want to you want to end it with um but uh i'm gonna just say what i gotta say and that was probably one of the first us i could be wrong but (laughs) i don't know that was my goal i was really trying not to say a lot of us but i feel like i did we'll see i try to pause (laughs) instead of say uh because it's so easy to say uh but I just want to, uh, nah, yeah, I definitely said it more than more than once. I just want to say to everybody out there, though, if you're tuning in, I want to thank you for tuning in. This guy right here definitely means a lot to me, uh, Michael Coletti. This podcast is something that I was I was like planning, right? And I was like, well, I got to buy the mics and I got to do this and I got to do that. And it's expensive and it's going to take time. It's going to take money. And then I realized I just do it, man. You know, I don't, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that equipment. Don't get me wrong. It's coming. Right. So, um, to the people that are watching it, all that stuff and official pockets coming, but I just said, what is the quickest way? And I messaged you today about it. Yeah. I, I was, I was doing my research and I was like, you know what? I just got to do it. Cause I had this like literal urge and burning sensation in my heart. That said, there's a lot of stuff that I just have to get out. You know what I mean? And what better way than to just do it this way? And my closing remarks is just do it. I promise you there's no better time than now. Do not wait because time is the most valuable thing we have in this world. And it is ticking every second. So don't waste it. That, that's all I got. Hell yeah. Um Lastly, for me, I just got to say, as I mentioned before, uh, live in the moment. <clears throat> Enjoy the time that you have. Like, like Nick said, uh, time is very, very precious. 
So what you do in that time, you know, make it valuable. And if you're the type of person who, who wants to better themselves and, and you want to keep achieving, ensure that you're ready for the opportunity, prepare yourself uh, mentally, physically, whatever you have to do. So when that opportunity does present itself, you're ready to go. And uh, nobody, nobody can second guess your preparation because once you, once you're ready to go, you start earning, earning what you uh, work for. And then next thing you know, the doors are going to start opening for you and opportunities are just going to con- continuously come in nonstop. So work, work hard, work hard. Already. So I guess we'll end it with that. Mike, thanks again. I got much love for you. Great father, great husband, and the next United States Air Force pararescueman. All right, <laughs> everybody. You. Thank you for tuning in. Nick of time. This uh, podcast will be uh, at random times. I'm not going to be scheduling anything. Uh, but it's definitely going to be something to watch. And there's going to be different topics from different people based on personalities. So thank you again. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, I appreciate all the love and support to all the people out there. Thank you so much again. It was nice talking to you, Mike. You as well. Appreciate you. All right, brother. We'll see you, man. All right. Take care. You as well.